This episode is brought to you by Crunchyroll, aka the ultimate way to shove anime inside of your own brain using a computer or like a PS4 or something. Dear listeners, this is a great thing that you can do. Crunchyroll has so much of the anime. Do you know how many different animes they have? I will name for you some of the anime. Magical Warfare, School Days, Tribe Cool Crew, Cuticle Detective Inaba. No, that's not real. <laughs> I'm actually 100% serious. Those are all names of real anime titles available on Crunchyroll, which can be yours for just $6.95 a month, totally unlimited. But if you go to Crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and sign up today, you will get your first 30 days absolutely free. Anime is wild. Even when it's paid for, I can't can talk about anime without you fuckers interrupting. <laughs> Did you know that when you back us on Patreon for $5 a month or more, not only do you get two full-length, top-secret, X-rated bonus episodes a month, you also get early access to all our regular episodes, and the best part, they are 100% ad-free, so you don't have to listen to tedious shit like this while you're trying to enjoy the show. Patreon.com slash comedy button. Thank you. We love you. We're so sorry. Hi, everybody. My name's Anthony Guy. This is Comedy Button. Joining me is Brian Altana. Hey, it's Brian. And then This is Comedy Button. It's just fucking Scott Bromley. What's going on, fart knockers? Uh, Ryan Scott. This is your buddy Jack Burton coming to you from the Pork, pork Chop Express. Like I used to tell my third ex wife, if you keep mouthing off like that, you're going to have to talk to the hand. If it's, and, it's good enough for Sean Connery, it's good enough for me. And Max Scoville, who I could see mouthing the words that Ryan was trying to say. This is your old pal Jack Burton here, <laughs> trying to recast a new movie about me with The Rock. I don't know why we're doing Big Trouble Little China stuff again. By our our commentary. (laughs) Um, That that was fun watching that bad movie with you guys. I know. I'm sad I missed that one. A good trick is you get a taco shell and fill it right up with peanut butter and then jam it between a couple books in a bookcase and you got yourself a good afternoon there eating some snacks out of the wall. (laughs) 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 You know what your old buddy Jack Burton says? (laughs) So people have been traveling. Yeah, how, you guys, how the fuck are you guys doing? I haven't seen you in like a month, Anthony. I don't, the most, yeah, I know, because we took some time off and then I was crunching. Uh, I don't know, I got my... Not pro- exercise. I got my, prost- oh, yeah. I got my prostate checked. What? Yeah. I mean... You got all that traveling? Yeah. Well, someone was traveling <laughs> up his butthole. On the road again? Yeah. It's not a road, it's a not, man's it, hand. You know, because my it's dad... It's highway, technically. Is my, that like checking your privilege? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's uh, much worse. So how's your stuff down there? Uh, supposedly it's fine. All right. That's so, good. That's I was like, is that why die. old guys have to pee more as they get they become more privileged and it presses against their bladder in the night? <laughs> I always like when a medical professional uses the words supposedly. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of sort of okie dokes, according to my uh, cockatron. It's like everything's you know, all hunky dory up in your. I've been doing that, and then I put your dick on my calculator, and it looks smooth <laughs> running from here. And loser. like we ain't got no lakes or nothing like that here. <laughs> what but, are you talking but, about? But, uh, for you me to like go fishing, so it. laid back. But, what do you fucking but, country bear you are? We ain't got no lakes around here. You ain't got no lakes, but I won't go fishing. But I've been taking a bike rides most every night. You've been taking a bike rides most every night. I put the dog on the leash, and I get on my little low rider Schwinn bike, and let the dog pull me like a sled and just head it's good out you're getting exercise head out, into, head out into the neighborhood how does it have anything to do with lakes because i'm just saying that i've been feeling that need for outdoor time but there ain't no lakes <laughs> okay well you are off the there are other places reservation dude <laughs> come on i'm cooped up i've been cooped up in office it's for, back. It's for crunching and stuff you sound like so. a post-apocalyptic gary paulson book seriously <laughs> We don't got no lakes around here. This is a nuclear winter and solar flares blew out all the water. But I tie a dog to the Schwinn bicycle and pulls me right around on the road. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, man. Living in a neighborhood is just like a weird place to be. You know, I, I can ride my bike at night in the middle of the street with the dog because no one drives. And You realize you're probably one of the villains in the Burbs remake that's happening. <laughs> yeah, this guy showed up and he just pulls himself around on a small bike with a dog like he's on a fucking corn poster. Or also, Anthony, we all live in neighborhoods. <laughs> Well, I live in a very suburban that's how That's how life works. I houses. mean, my, my street's quiet at night. It's me and some crackheads. I could go out there, fuck around with a dog and a bike for a few hours. I just choose not to because no, but there's, it sounds absurd. There's literally no cars or anything on my street, you know, driving okay. at night. And, and uh, it, it, for Halloween, I thought it was interesting. Like, everyone came out of their houses, and we all just lit fires in front of 
our houses. What? Yeah, it was just a bunch of bonfires in people's houses, and everyone was talking and hanging out. I was like, it's so but weird. It's just a bunch of white people lighting bonfires you in have, people's yards. Where do you, you to, where do you live, Red Dawn? I was gonna say, like, you just described fucking Barter Town. It sounds like a much slower version of most riots. <laughs> Just casually lighting fires and having like a just a not a you know angry shouting match, but like a, a, a leisurely discussion. It was how I attracted all the kids to come take the candy. Here's the bonfire. Come to the I fire. I think those were probably just moths. <laughs> <laughs> Did like the video producer for Faith No More leave a flyer under your doors twenty years ago saying they were going to come shoot something someday? <laughs> yeah, man. It's a uh, living in a neighborhood is. Is there a piano player and a flopping fish? <laughs> I bought way too much candy, too, because I got too excited to give kids candy. Yep. Because I've never lived in a place where I could do that. Yeah. You know, always apartments and Did stuff. Like, do kids? people come to trick-or-treat at your apartment? No. You we can't. got no trick-or-treat. Exactly. No. So it's like, now that I live in an apart- a house, it happened, and I was like, fuck yeah. So Did I was you, like throwing handfuls of candy. You, you just hung out at your house for Halloween? Yeah. We put a, we put a projector in the front yard and... Mm. And What'd you project? Uh, Saw. Mars Attacks. Did you project your insecurities all over the street? And we watched <laughs> Mars Attacks and had a fire and... Huh. Handed out candy. Yeah, I, uh, I did. I didn't. I realized I didn't do pumpkins or candy or anything. I just, I just locked my door and went to a fucking fuckhouse drunk Halloween party, dressed like a gambit from the X Men. That was a good costume. Thanks, man. Yours is pretty good too. I got real drunk. That we night. all got pretty fucked up at a Halloween <laughs> it, party. It all together. hit me. It hit me at the end of the night. Yeah, you were dressed up as uh, as as Gambit, and, and your your girlfriend was poor man's dazzler. Well, Halloween AKA party Jubilee. did you go to? We went to... Uh, oh, the one that no one invited me to. Fuck off. The show's over. <laughs> uh, that was actually specifically the name for it. Listen, was... hold on. Poor man's... Calling Colin Jubilee poor man's dazzler is it's fucking accurate. bullshit. It's very she is She is cool man's kitty pride. Nah, Jubilee sucks. Shut up. Nothing in X-Men is a cool man's... It was anything. a good costume, but, you know... Not even Iceman is cool man's anything in, in X-Men. He's part of the cool man's group. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that was the original title for the for the X-Men is the Blue Man group. <laughs> Just a fucking bunch of blue people jumping around in weird suits. I think it's I, I always thought it was really funny where they all wore the same clothes except one of them was like a fucking wolf dude. <laughs> but he wasn't though, not in the original X-Men. Oh, oh yeah, he, he was, was just a, a fuck- giant fat guy. Yeah, he, he was, was just, just a weird He was just a big man with big feet. It's Kelsey Grammer's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Weird ass man. Niles. Yeah, and there was that one fucking dude with the shitty wings. Art, yeah, yeah, that's true. The angel. That sure was the the ca- comic book characters, the X Men. <laughs> that one dude with the shitty. Hey, so I realized His I never. Glasses boy. <laughs> I never got a chance to tell you guys about my my tropical Mexican vacation I took a little while ago. That's right. Yeah, like we that was a that was a crazy thing. Uh, Jen's uh, boss kicked us a like a voucher for like a a vacation basically uh-huh. like we had to pay airfare and, and food and shit but it was pretty much like hey find a place on this website and you can stay there in a lodging that's a we're fucking like, crazy bonus we're like holy shit yeah. that's fucking nuts so we find this uh and it's like what do you what do you want to do like you've been working you've been traveling all over the place all year like you want to obviously go on a vacation i'm cool doing whatever uh do you want to go someplace like rustic and weird we have to figure out our own shit do you want to go to a fancy ass resort do you want to be pampered what do you want to do and i was like you know what let's try one of those fucking let's try a vacation where it's just like effectively a nice hotel in the middle of nowhere so that's what we did we looked at this big ass fucking resort in uh in near cancun it's in car uh, playa del carmen which uh it is uh i don't even remember the name of the fucking place but it has since become effectively a cirque du soleil themed resort whoa like, like they, which they, show is uh, it the horse show or is it the beatles show <laughs> it's not it's not it's neither it's one that they have on the property and we pull up to this place. We get there. We, we fly to you know fly to Texas, have a layover, fly to Cancun. We get in there, and it's like I had never actually been to I hadn't been to Mexico before. Like I hadn't I've, I've been to I've been to Japan. I've been to Vietnam. I've mm-hmm. been to Delaware. Yeah, no, that's a list of wild different yeah. places. No, I mean, but I hadn't been to like I hadn't been to Cancun, which is a relatively small airport for kind of a you know touristy area. Yeah, and. We get in there. We're supposed to have like a car that we order that's gonna like pick us up. And we pull up and there's like, you know no there's giant mosquitoes flying around. A bunch of dudes kind of milling around with like you know taxis and stuff. And I'm just having that like that fucking goofy white tourist fear of like oh fuck. What Did you pull out your Uber app? No, I probably should have honestly. It's in the, given that we're in the future and that's how things work. But we eventually get to the place and we pull up and it's straight up like it is like Jurassic Park in that we're going through the the kind of fucking middle of nowhere and then suddenly there's this massive just monolithic. Aztec looking gate thing 
that we pull through and there's like a bunch of like Mexican guys in like Panama hats and stuff. And they like let us through this armored gate and we go through and there's just fucking big ass leaves and shit everywhere. And I'm like, this is like Jurassic Park, but there's no, and all the, all the architecture straight up looks like, like the, the Raptor paddock in the first one. Yeah. It completely had that vibe. And I'd always seen Jurassic Park being like, this is a completely, completely ridiculous idea for a place. Uh, the idea that somebody would fly to this faraway destination and stay in this thing. And you, it never, you, it, you think a, a dinosaur island is a ridiculous idea for a place? Sure. But I mean, like, I'd never, I, no, it wasn't even so much the dinosaurs, but just the idea of, like, why would people go all the way over there for vacation? Because right. I was poor growing up, and it kind of didn't dawn on me that resorts are a thing that exists. Yeah, yep. your, your privilege so, like, was not thrown out at all for this. Your prostate wasn't checked. I don't, I, no, I was, com- I was completely like, oh, f- oh fuck i didn't like i i mean i don't know what the fuck's going on here you know and i we we get into this this place and it's just it's grotesque how much like how much money there is in something like this and like i'm used to staying in you know staying in like hotels or like like i don't know not not super fancy places like this and so to get to one of these places that literally looks like jurassic park but is a place where old white people are sitting around having like pina coladas and margaritas and shit i'm just like the fuck is this that was kind of like that restaurant that is not the holiday inn no i mean it it really was um we wound up getting for some fucking reason like bumped up to like the highest tier area of this resort and they give you these fucking they give you these wristbands that are like those like nightclub concert bracelet type things except Mm -hmm. they've got amiibo chips in them so everything is (laughs) you like open your door by like holding your wrist up to it and it lets you in and they just like you know it's like a no cash policy so everything they just take down and shit and i just i've never done anything like this before so i was like kind of like grossed out by it and kind of just just kind of like what am i are they tracking me so they gave is you there, a little temporary implant yeah is there <laughs> like a dennis nedry somewhere who's like well this, this one white guy is gonna he's he's uh he's real big and he looks shifty <laughs> they're, they're tracking you in, in the same way that like they track a bird that is in a hundred foot by hundred foot area like you you're like yeah big brother's watching me but like you literally there's no reason to leave anywhere, exactly right? like it's pretty cool like yeah yeah I've, I, the, I actually kind of appreciate the the that sort of like mm-hmm. everything's in the all-inclusive kind of like you're here and everything you need is right here because usually those places are surrounded by nightmare places mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like if you leave like when i went to the dominican republic when you left there were guys on each side of the beach with like m16s and you're like oh <laughs> Well, I'm going to go back to, yeah. you know, Pootie's Bar and Grill or whatever the fuck. <laughs> you it's, know? It's, so, it's so weird, though. But, like, they have little carts that go around and drive you everywhere. And there's just – everything's kind of in the jungle. And there's, like, these fucking Ewok Village walkways kind of above the tree line. So you can, like, walk around if you feel like it. But everyone's in little carts. And then you go and you get fucked up poolside. It's always happy hour. So they're like, oh, uh, you would like a Bloody Mary. Well, how about two Bloody Marys? I'm like, that's a lot of sodium. I, don't, I just usually have one. But all right, fuck it. And we hung out. We hung out like at this at this pool that was like a pool only for the the fucking the high level resort people because <laughs> they're these funky fucking bracelets. And I got to overhear like a bunch of yeah no seriously a bunch of but a bunch of like like fat old white midwestern like doctors and lawyers and shit and they were just like talking about buying people. talking sports and I got to hear the first like the first completely unironic thanks Obama I've ever heard. And I'm like, oh, I mean, I, I don't want to go down into the whole politics thing here, but like, I just feel like I, at this point, just, just so what did he like, say? What did he say? I just want to know. I don't know. I wasn't even keeping track of it too much, but it was just the fact that like, I'm so used to that being like a fucking meme of like people just being like the fucking, they delayed fucking mirror's edge. Thanks Obama. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't think he had anything to do with that. I think you're just looking for a scapegoat. And then I got to witness, uh, I got to witness one very pink wrinkly old man in a fucking in a speedo uh getting in an in a debate with uh, a pair of of young black girls who were there with their mom about immigration rights <laughs> while we're in mexico Jesus. and he was just like fucking he's just like fucking hammered he's like no now hold now hold on hold on a second now hold on now 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 hear me out hear me out and then it escalated what to, a fucking modern rockwell painting and is. it was it was amazing because all of like the other old white dudes basically were all looking at each other like yeah you, you tell them are you fucking kidding me are you fucking kidding me and like the, the girls were totally humoring this guy and just like being like oh go on Okay, that's that's great, Speedo how, guy. How old were these girls? Uh, I mean, probably like I don't know, between sixteen and 18, 18 20, something like that. Like high, late high school, right. college age. Enough. Wow. Yeah. I, I saw this great uh, image gallery a couple months back of uh, famous 
tourist sites in the world uh, in their promotional photos versus what they are in real life. And I feel like that's a totally apropos description of what one of those kind of places are like, where it's like you you think it's like it's that picture it's that corona commercial right where like they throw their phone in the water and they're just sitting there and they're mm-hmm. just like but it's really like you're nestled in with a bunch of the, the 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 fucking richest people from the shittiest poor towns in america just assholes who show up and they're just like i mean i don't think you should let uh the, the mexicans in then because who's gonna make my cocktail i mean it's a sex on the beach and i came all the way here for that you know mm-hmm. it's like what the fuck like Put that shit away. What you, you know? mean you don't know how to make a mint julep? You know and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, but it was it was really weird witnessing that kind of shit. Uh, and then we went on this this awesome thing that was, uh, I guess it was a cross between a theme park and a wildlife reserve. Uh, bum, 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 yes, straight up. So like at this point, I'm like, oh, there's some fucking weird critters and stuff. There was there were some a couple of very very fucking large spiders in my room that I had to fight. With my shoe, <laughs> um, which I was, it was not, that was not a fun time for me, but then I got shithouse drunk on mezcal, so it was okay. But we went yeah, to this you were, place. You were drinking that tequila shit with the worm in it and everything, right? Yeah, I did this, this you very, went, you went full, like, when in Rome over there. I did, I was playing, like, Witcher in my hotel room, basically, in, like, but, like, LARPing it, where Jen's like, uh, there's a giant spider in the hall, and I go over, there's a thing the size of a fucking deviled egg in the, <laughs> in the walkway, <laughs> and I'm like, how do I prepare for this battle? And she's like, I don't just fucking use a potion. She's, she's like, just fucking kill it with a sock or something. And I'm like, hold a on sock. And she's like, just fucking hit it with a rolled up towels. And I'm like, no, the, there's not enough dexterity in these rolled up towels. We need to use something. We need to, they're very fast. We have to incapacitate it with dish soap first. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like standing on the couch on the other side of the room. And I'm like, and then I'm just standing there like kind of like a cat, just like staring at the stupid spider. And I just, just step on it. And it's just like, and I'm like, ah! and then I run the other room and I just open the fridge and pull out this, this fucking, this mezcal that has a, like a, a three inch long scorpion at the bottom of the bottle. And I'm just like chugging that. And I'm like, it's odd that I'm terrified of that one arachnid in the hall, but I'm drinking from a bottle that has a different one in it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but as far as, as far as wildlife goes, we went to this, this place called uh shell which is like a, a fucking, it's, <clears throat> On paper, they're like, yeah, this is a wonderful place where we care about wildlife. And by having uh, you know, other people come from around the world to see all the wildlife here, we help protect it. Uh, so to protect the wildlife, you can go scuba diving with all the – or you can go snorkeling with all the animals. You can meet the manatees. You can go swimming with the dolphins, all that shit. Uh, we ask that you don't wear any bug repellent. You don't wear any sunscreen. Uh, we will happily like trade you for some like you know, biodegradable sun. And they're they're like very like green going in, and you get there and there's signs up in the locker room that are like, please no sunblock. And then there's just people putting it on everywhere, and you're like, so you just put up signs, and that that's how you sort of are like, well, we put up signs. <laughs> they don't actually enforce any of the rules. Told you. Right. And then there's like they have those uh, one of those like gumball machine things for like for for food, but it's supposed to be for feeding, I think, fish. Hey, quick but side note: these, I fucking hate when they do that. That disturbs the hell out of me. As, what? As a, like when they did it the well, gumball zoo when for, we were as an adult child when you go to the zoo and there's this like beat up 1970s <laughs> toy machine that they're like, oh, this is this is filled with rats. You can feed it to the snakes and the little cat. I hate that shit. Oh. No, this wasn't. Those rat. are made this for treats like, for for us. Okay, well, I'm sorry that you can't have treats. I was excited because they had these little fucking things. God, what are they called? They're basically like lemur raccoons. They're like little weird little people. What are they called? They're are those red, those red bears? Yeah, those little fucking weird things that are just they're like, they're like long nosed meerkats. They're not well, they're lemurs. I forgot the name. They're like uh, oh uh, kinkajous, chickens, quetz, quetzal, quadi, quadis, quadis. That's it. Like, oh, oh man, how did you not remember that totally shitty name? It's hard to remember the name. Of that the stupid shitty fucking guy. animal that they're looks like great, nine other animals. Great little animals, but they're Kawadi? super funny. Yeah, and we're just the brother of the guy from Total Recall. Yeah. Sounds like a Final <laughs> Fantasy boss. Yeah. yeah, well, they were like little Final Fantasy animals you'd have to fight on the land. And there's just these fucking iguanas all over this place. And like <clears> Jen and I are walking around, you can get in like little fucking tubes and go down the river. And then there's fucking rope swings and shit. And they're like. They're like, be sure not to d- d- obey these various safety rules, but then they don't 
enforce them at all. And then they've got this this bridge you can go on, and there's the gumball machine full of cat food that you're supposed to just throw in the water to feed the tropical fish. And there's a sign that has like a picture of somebody like feeding iguanas and coatis, but it's got like an X around it. But there's also like 15 fucking coatis and iguanas just all over this bridge, and just like drunk chicks feeding them stuff. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. And like people just throwing cat food at them, and these fucking, fucking animals are, like, jumping up and down and freaking out. And there's like one that's all fucked up and it's got its like fur ripped out, and they're just, it's like just pecking at them and stuff. And uh, there's like an employee just standing there, like, and he's like a lifeguard or something, and he's like, I don't know. <laughs> and it was, it was, it totally clicked. I'm like, I watched Jurassic Park my entire life thinking, this movie doesn't make any sense because, one, it's completely outlandish to think that somebody would fly all the way to Costa Rica to stay on this funky, weird island to see some fucking exotic animals. That's completely unsustainable. Not really clicking that, oh, it's first of all, it's a luxury thing. And then second, being like, also, this is so horrendously fucking unsafe, which is sort of the point of the movie. But then realizing that, oh, right, America is the place where we have to put labels on hair dryers to say not to use them in the shower. Yeah. Or to say that detergent isn't food when they send a sample of it in the mail. No, they like, had a, they The had most a... fucking just... <laughs> I mean, the whole... They had to put warning labels on on, uh, on lawnmowers in the 90s because a guy picked one up with his hands to trim his hedges. But I will say... And his arms got, in, in, got stuck right. in it. I will say, for all of our dumb rules and regulations... <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing a real man did. And he's like, oh, fucking told you. And he's got, like, fucking cyborg Lucy fucking wiggle arms now. Or yeah. the fuck. Lucy wiggle fucking arms. <laughs> but for all those rules and regulations in America that have been beaten into our heads, <clears throat> Max was the only one who obeyed the signs at the fucking petting zoo. Yeah. Fuck. What? At the one I went to? Yeah. Fuck, no, I wasn't. I was taking... You put, on, you put on sunscreen? I put on some sunscreen. Okay, it was like it was like a bio, fed cat food to some iguanas. Yeah, but um, everyone else was just lathering up. The... Yeah, we fed some fucking animals. Uh, I'm. I mean, look at me. I'm the fucking white as shit. I need. To, if I came back from oh, there, I, I would be covered in fucking blisters, like fucking Deadpool. Like, <laughs> uh, but we. Uh, they had all the stuff where they're like, yeah, just um, you know, just uh, various various safety rules. They're like, don't. They're like, don't uh, be drunk near the animals or the water or the any of the stuff that could theoretically kill you. Define near. <laughs> And then they also have, oh, by the way, if you got the certain wristband, you have open bar all day. And there's just what? fucking bars everywhere. So for that's... Bum, 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 yeah. bum, exactly. Bum, and there's that dude in Jurassic World with the two margaritas who's getting fucked up while there's pterodactyls <laughs> running around. I'm like, that makes complete fucking sense. That makes yeah. so much goddamn sense. He had a wristband. That's, that's the thing is you go to this place and they never showed any of the paperwork. <clears throat> I mean, they kind of talk about the paperwork in the Lost World where they're like, oh, they signed non-disclosure agreements and everything. But like, we signed a waiver that was like, yeah, if you die here uh, accidentally, uh, you get like, I don't know, 100,000 pesos or some shit like that. It was like, and it was like not a lot of money. It was like sort of like, oh, you're kind of sort of understood that it's like you did sign the thing. And, you know, in California, you can f- fall over in Target because you're drunk on cooking sherry or something. Them, yeah. And somebody runs over your hand with a cart and you sue Target. And then suddenly you have the coolest house in the world. Yeah. But other places, they don't really do that. That's kind of a, 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 a dumb American Californian thing of like, oh, let's protect everyone from their own stupidity. And there it's like, yeah, man, don't feed the fucking iguanas because they might bite your fingers off. Seriously, don't feed the iguanas. And I was, I don't know, I was like, I wasn't fucking with the iguanas, but they're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're... <laughs> I asked them nicely to move when they were in the boardwalk and they look at you like, fucker. And they, they, just, they really look like, like... They don't speak English. The, like divorced women that are, have been playing bingo for 15 years. I mean, they look iguanas? like they look yeah. like women who are also hanging out by the pool there. Yeah. <laughs> like just the shitty old people being like, I'm not telling you how to run the country, but you know, you, you shouldn't have a black guy there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what iguanas look like. I to always me. thought iguanas. They look were like cool. the most racist old drunk women. Well, it's it funny. We just fucking this... Blanche Devereaux. Just yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Know. I've never been to Poland myself, but I wouldn't fuck someone from there. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a lady in the pool over there, and we sat there and like got like fairly tanked. We had like a, a few rounds of drinks and had like food and stuff. And we're just uh-huh. sitting at this restaurant, and there's this woman sitting at the edge of the pool in like direct sunlight, and she is like. She's like the cover of color of just like a, a fucking gourd, like yeah. just like a, the most battered, just grizzled looking thing. And she's sitting there reading an entire book. And I look over and she's eating a bowl of soup. <laughs> and it's like fucking 90 degrees out. And she's in direct sunlight. She's like half in the pool. And she looks like an old she looks like a, an exotic purse, just just tanned to high hell. And, but she's eating soup. And I'm just like, what? There ain't nothing wrong with soup in the heat. What? 
cold thing lives within you that you're trying to kill? <laughs> what died long ago that you're trying to warm up? She's an iguana. This episode is brought to you by Tweaked Audio. They're makers of some of the most affordable and high-quality earbuds ever. Tweaked Audio's durable, tangle-free earbuds work with any iPod, smartphone, or MP3 player, and they come in a variety of styles and colors, mic'd or unmiked, making them perfect for phone conversations or putting your head in a fucking vat. Head to www.tweakedaudio.com to get your fucking tweaked audio earbuds today and use the fucking discount code geekbox to receive fucking 33 fucking percent off of any fucking order and free fucking worldwide shipping tweaked audio we put your head in a fucking vat yeah um but yeah it was it was a fun trip um they said the, they had the the funniest fucking sign that was like there's a there's a kind of seaweed that's called uh bladder rack and they basically like we go there, we go to this tropical resort, and we're like, oh, let's go. It's like a fifth season GI Joe villain. Yeah. Like, oh no, it's Bladderack. I mean, it's a yeah, it's a fucking it's a it's a, a Pokemon that none of us know, um, <laughs> none of us. Um, but like they had this sign up that was like, in case you were wondering, and it's this big like kind of Photoshop default clip art speech bubble, and it's got a bunch of text on it and like Comic Sans or something, and it's like, sorry about the Bladderack. And we look over, and there's like the there's just shit tons of just this puby looking, disgusting ocean kale just washed up along the beach, and there's like dudes <laughs> sweeping it up and stuff, and they're like, "Bladderack, some fucked up kelp." On account of some climate change and people doing weird shit with boats out there, the bladderack's gone totally crazy. So we're trying to clean it up, but on account of the manatees out there having sex, we can't use our normal harvesting equipment. So sorry about the mess. And I was like, "What?" Like what fucking roll doll book of a warning sign is? And you know, like you gotta love. There's, there's always this fucking disgruntled like Lisa Turtle working a summer job, being like, I gotta make a fucking sign. <laughs> like her boss is just like, hey, do this and make it fun. Like I like, like Teresa's had to do this at work, like at her old job, where they're just like, hey, you know, like it's it's like catheter awareness week. So like, can you, can you get some like fun pictures of just the fuck, just people fuck full of two. <laughs> and she's like oh okay she yeah, finds some like darth a... vader clip art to be like yeah i can totally like i can picture the, the clip art is just like is that guy who has to pee and he's holding it and there's like little cartoon yeah. like sweat beads coming off and like, there's oh. yeah and it's always just like oh brighten it up and it's like they take the fucking sun from mario 3 and he's just in the corner like oh the fucking catheters again <laughs> yeah like it's nobody it's, it's one of those things that everyone has to do and nobody wants to do like right. there's so many fucking jobs like that it's it's amazing to me like it's it's actually it's most it's most jobs most things in the world are done by people who don't want to do them and they're done for people who don't want to be there like that's it's really like i was i was telling max earlier but i had to work from home yesterday morning which turns out being the entire day because they were like uh there's this crack in the ceiling in my apartment and they're like we have to come over and fix it and these two guys came over and and Teresa was like were they nice and i was like no i mean <laughs> Of course not. No. Like they don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. They're like these two just fucking like four hundred pound bowling ball men. And at some point, something changed, and now they have to come to my apartment and fix it because some construction company told them to do that. But like nobody ever woke up, you know, age ten. Like, what do you want to be, John? <laughs> fix oh, I want Well, one day I want to go into the people's apartments and fix a crack in the in the ceiling. Yeah. And I after wanna, six hours, leave. Like, it's, like it's, I want to I want to touch on this. Like, this is I get. You get messages here and there from people who have jobs like that, and their jobs are better because of this show that we do. And I don't mean to like you know suck our own dicks yeah. or anything, like you know some of you us are, are prone the to. You're the only one there. Do that. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but it's like it's. It, I, I like to think that when you see the side of people who are who are working those jobs, yeah. like they're putting on kind of their professional face. Uh, and they still, I know that, like, I've, I've worked shitty jobs and stuff, too. You work, oh, you, yeah. work, you work a fucking cafe or, you know, food service or retail job or whatever, and customers are there, like, oh, hey, ma- madam or sir, thank you for frequenting our establishment. And then when they're not there, you're, like, f- fucking throwing trash around with your friends or smashing fluorescent yeah. lights in the back in the loading docks. Like, 
that stuff's kind of fucking great. I bet you those dudes have awesome conversations about farts and pussy in their in their car. And there's something you can respect <laughs> about that because at least they put on like I'm, I'm not expecting people to come. What I'm saying here is I'm not expecting people to come to my house to fix a hole in my ceiling and be excited about it. Because the reality is is that we share a kinship in that moment in that they don't want to be there and you don't want them there and I don't want them there. Yeah. So it's just sort of like it's like going to the DMV. Everyone's like, oh, the fucking DMV sucks. I'm like, well, yeah. If you have that attitude, that's fifty percent of the problem. Do you like? Did you make any small talk or like say nice stuff to them or anything? Yeah, like I'll, water? Just, I'll be like, what, you, can you guys? Do you want? What do you want? Like, what can? Okay. <laughs> do you want a cookie or like? And a, I'm like, can I help? And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Look, like, look at you. Yeah. No, you obviously can't. You also because if you fuck up and then you, you sue them, then they they're they're fucked out of luck. You know. It's yeah. Just... Exactly. Well, that's they're and they're fucking terrified of it. So they they turn my fucking apartment into a Dexter crime scene where like literally top to bottom is covered in in Tarps. plastic yeah. like, it looked like fucking outbreak in there well especially in san francisco it's where a tarp. like yeah who, who knows it's going to be like a forty thousand dollar couch or something you don't know what yeah and i mean I, I like i have i totally understand that but i think there's just something i'm not even like ragging on them but i think there's something kind of fascinating about like sharing a mutual space with people that hate being there and you hate having them there mm-hmm. and everyone's just sort of like happy in their own like misery that this isn't gonna like when my wife came home last night and the wow. entire apartment was covered in plastic i was like well don't worry honey because at the end of all of this uh a crack in a ceiling of an apartment that we might not be in in two years will be fixed oh I thought like gonna, yeah. it's not like my life is not noticeably improved off of something like that you know like mm-hmm. so it's i think there's there's something kind of fascinating about the way I'm sorry to you know derail from your Mexican adventure, but yeah, I just think that like behind behind every decision is like five people completely bored by that it. was actually I mean to to loop it back around in my Mexican adventure. Thank you for phrasing it like that. I don't feel weird about that at all or anything. Every day but, is a um, Mexican adventure for me. I love you. <laughs> you're, a, you're a treat. Um, but no, like there was like a lot of there's dudes there whose job it is to drive this fucking car around full of racist old Sometimes white guys I and speedos. Yeah. yeah, that sucks, right? I fucking hate that well, shit. I the thing was I, I guess there are a lot of people who can go do something like that and just be like just fuck off and get drunk and be like now hold now hold on I'm gonna start an argument in the pool I'm gonna have a nice pool fight with some women here I'm gonna tell them how I feel about stuff but I was like I feel I mean I it was a it was kind of an obstacle course for my my own white guilt of just being like well did, what did I do to deserve being here and I yeah I I don't know like I'm that's the thing is I I am prone to bleh, check my privilege, you know? Like, I appreciate what I when I get something nice. Well, you, did, I, you did something that's kind of amazing in 2015 in that you visited a place you hadn't been to before and you quietly respected it without just walking around like you're fucking king shit. And I think a lot of people go on vacation they're just like, Toilet Town, population me, fuck everybody. And they're just like, I won a prize. I got to do this. I'm a king of my own fat body. And they show up and like, <laughs> and people do it on, on fucking air, like airplanes are the fucking worst. Like I, I flew, I flew to the East Coast twice in two weeks, and there, this lady got on, and she's just fucking this, just giant, just like, like she looked like fucking Violet Beauregard, like halfway through, <laughs> and she just starts tearing shit down Violet. off of the overhead, like because the the thing about. Uh, like United Airlines nowadays is that, that first of all they're the worst airlines. They're the worst. Oh they're my absolute God. fucking worst. Fucking haunted houses of the sky. Yeah. Like <laughs> their their logo should be it should be just you, a puppy it, with a gun to its head. It should you be you crying with an empty hand while two laughing adults take shits on you. <laughs> And in the back, there's a cloud because you might fly someday. Like, that should be their flag. It should just be hang- – and it shouldn't even wave because there's no wind. There's no air in wherever you're waiting for it. So I get on this flight, and they're I just like – I say it should have been a, a clock being set on fire yeah. by $100 bills. Yeah. They don't give a shit about you. Like, I, I've flown them so many times that I've realized that, like, they, they do not give a – Like, in, in a way, I fucking, like, I kind of respect that fucking arrogant, peppy bullshit that Virgin does. Where they're like, here's a fucking song, you piece of yeah. shit. And everyone's like, Fuck. oh, I'm dead. Dancing and shit. And that kid comes out with the fucking uh, tone loke voice, and he's no, like, no, 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 no. "Yo, if you're gonna smoke cigarettes on this plane, that's fucked up, motherfucker." <laughs> like, that's fine. And that that crazy woman contorts and she tries to eat her own pussy on the plane. Like, it's fucking <laughs> awful. All of that that whole commercial is terrible. I think they're, a great way that they're you can fucking spot purple somebody mood lighting. who's never had to fucking deal with depression is somebody who enjoys that that fucking pre- that goddamn Virgin America safety yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah, I. You've never if you if you've been sad in your life, you're like, why would I want this though? But United does this thing now. It's it's basically like that short story, the lottery, where they're they're, they're like. <laughs> 
everyone get Jesus to the Christ. everyone get to the airport. Doesn't matter what time you're here. Uh, we have four loading areas. We have one, two, three, and four. Uh, number one has five people. Number two has three hundred and fifty people. Number three has ten people. And if you're number four. You basically you're sharing the toilet with somebody in the back, and people are just going to shit around you for the entire flight. So uh, there's enough overhead space for nothing because people are gigantic now, and people can't go anywhere without all mm-hmm. their trash. So every you get on this, it turns into a fucking fight where people are fighting each other for space. So I do this thing now where I get on the plane, and the first thing I see that's open, I just shove my bag up there, and I go fuck you, mm-hmm. suck my dick. Hmm. You can come if we if we could. They never actually say specifically that you have to put your bag above your seat. They don't say shit. They don't say shit at all. So I do that. The other thing I do is uh, I put my seat back because fuck the person behind me. Pay it backwards. Uh. The person in front of me does it to me, and I'm going to do it to the person behind me. That is fucking America. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I had a really bad. I had a really bad flight to. I like that you're transforming into liquor. Oh, I was (laughs) no. It's I'm like fuck that shit, man. Oh, we got a dog and a cat. This lady, this lady gets on the plane. That's and she starts, America. She starts tearing down all of the overhead stuff. And she takes this guy's fucking terrible straw hat, which, <laughs> to be fair, deserved to be crushed by her fucking, like, pink flamingo dotted bag that has only seen the floor of her yeah, own there's, depression. There's something I fucking love about just the pageantry of somebody pulling out an object that they didn't expect to find yeah. in a compartment yeah whether it's pulling like a wooden spoon out of somebody's bag yeah. and you're like why did you have this or pulling a large hat from an overhead or, compartment. Yeah, or, or equally the arrogance of the person who was like my hat's got to travel right right here it goes you can't there. put that in your fucking in your check bag it's just going to crush it it's a nice straw hat well i told you there was a guy there was a guy with Wear a, it on your head sir there was a guy with a guitar once and i was like you got to take this down so i can fit my bag and he's like i need it up there and i was like if you were any good at it you'd be sitting in the front <laughs> i fucking love you brian <laughs> i love you <laughs> and he took it down. <laughs> and I threw my bag up there. But it's it's this whole big fight. So they put me next to this fucking it's, – it's a red eye. And they put me next to this guy who just looks like a bowling ball. Like he looks he looks like a fucking mad ball that you painted body parts onto. <laughs> so this great big glossy marbled object yeah. with three holes in the top. And he, he had the audacity to like dress nice. Like he just was like, oh, I just got off of work. Time to fly to New What's York. What's wrong with that? The audacity to dress nice. Because this guy was like – he looked like one of those fucking LJN wrestling action figures wearing a suit. Like it made no sense. The Bobby He's the Child's one. drawing yeah. of Daddy next to next to t- a fucking two GI Joes. Basically, that was the row. It was the, it was a fucking wrestle buddy and and then a fucking uh, Duke from GI Joe. Like that's what it looked like. <laughs> uh, I'm not a tiny man, but you put me next to somebody like that. So this guy, the the cart comes down and he orders. Uh, he goes, they go, what can we get you? And he goes, I want two bags of gummy bears. And I'm like fucking this guy's gonna eat fucking two bags going past right next to me so i sit in there going is that something that they will get you yeah it's on the menu what? in some places ah, well looks like what? i'm flying united yeah, no there's a menu yes where yeah, do man. you fly he doesn't you don't you- oh you only fly like an hour away they don't give you meals on on continental flights anymore they give you a there's a, a thing in the back of their shitty magazine where where did you go what do you to mean new york i went to new york I've flown cross country to like Boston. I don't. Yeah, years ago. Like, yeah, you, here's a menu. You flew, it's in the back of the magazine. You flew seven years ago to Boston. Mm-hmm. It's probably probably a little sooner than that. It depends on the airline, and it's yeah. the, you gotta you gotta pay extra. for All it. of your flights haven't been. They haven't exceeded forty five minutes. Last time I went on a flight, they were like, "Here's some here's a blindfold and some earplugs, so you can try and mask the horror that so you're you in." But if you want a blanket, but if you want a blanket, it's five dollars. Yeah. I just think it's funny that they hand you a menu on a plane where you can order gummy bears. Well, here's another fun. Here's another zinger. United on most of their flights don't even have TVs anymore. Not even one TV for six people to share. They go, hey, there's an app on your phone that rarely works, and you can watch the world's tiniest ironic version of Ant-Man on it if you want. Or you can just drink yourself to sleep. Which is what I usually do. I take a Xanax and I have three vodka sodas and then I don't talk to anybody. For Your fucking hours. liver goes out the exit ranks. <laughs> right. uh, it shows up on the wing of the plane like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> so this fucking, this giant gargoyle of a man sitting next to me pulls out his iPad with his two fucking bags of gummy bears spilling all over his lap. And he starts playing this Tiger Woods iPad game, which I guess they mimic to make like a 90s arcade golf game. So, you have to, like, so he has to, like, the entire screen is a screen. fat boy's trackball. And oh he's just like, God. 
blah, 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 blah. And his elbows start rolling in like this. And he leans in to like really finish the hole or whatever. And at the exact moment, the guy in front of him pops back his chair so hard that it cracks his fat dude right in the head. And he goes, <laughs> it's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Just I, like, a, like a Chris Farley moment, I, or I laughed like like a fucking like a a demon finding a virgin brothel in Mad Max, like like I'd been hunting the night for years. Like if fucking Book of I, Eli could read the Bible again, that's how hard I fucking laughed. And this fight, he gets fucking cracked in the head, drops his iPad, his gummy bears fall all over the floor, and I'm like, ah, justice. Now I can sleep. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Traveling's like fun. I like traveling. Uh, I'm I'm kind of here or there about it. I really I just I love that United and Directv have partnered up to be like, <laughs> good news, everyone. If you're flying this one fine service, you clearly don't know what year it is, and therefore will appreciate the crazy novelty of experiencing this other fine service. Yeah, both of which are fucking obsolete in 2015. No, it's like if if like if Applejacks and Banana Quick got together. <laughs> And you're like, nobody wanted any of this to ever happen. Fuck both of you. Fuck all of this. This is fucking wretched. God damn it. Good news. Bejeweled is finally coming to Ouya. <laughs> Fuckers. Yeah, but like they, I was on a flight like that where they actually, they did get rid of the fucking TVs. And I'm like, you... I would rather watch a, a, a weird, d- discolored, 17 feet away shitty version of, of fucking Hot Pursuit that I'm sharing with 18 other people on this plane than try to like download a proprietary app to my phone and hack into their fucking in-flight Wi-Fi yeah. that never works. Yeah. They, so they did that. I, I, okay, so I was flying a flight once. And this was modern times uh, by, like, the last two years <laughs> yeah. where they had the – there, there were no oxen under the no. wing. Where they had the TVs. Where they had the TVs. They had the TVs, the had the TVs <laughs> but their movie selections were Entrapment with Sean Connery and Catherine Zeta-Jones, that that movie where her butt went under a laser. The, literally the only no, thing I remember on, from that on. movie. Yep. How, that is the only thing anyone remembers for that movie. How fucking weird is it that – that he got pussy. Was, he got mouth cancer from eating her pussy after that movie. Who? Sean Connery? Oh, not Sean Connery. It was her. her <laughs> Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Well, I, I can't. Was, I can't was, look at that scene anymore without being like, "Oh, that's that's the asshole that gave him mouth cancer." <laughs> that did it not wasn't, give him mouth that, cancer. That was, well, it was, said that it was between the, sips of scotch and cigar hits, and it all was that. the seven hundred other pussies that he had his mouth in. The Sometimes game. when I'm eating pussy and drinking scotch, <laughs> sick man. All right, um, and. Other people's money from 1988, starring Danny DeVito. Hey, that's that's not a bad. That's okay. That's an odd In selection. T- that's an odd selection for 2014. Yeah, it was just whatever the pilot well, they, wanted. They really only had, um, they had the, two the, old VHS the, tapes. The DVDs that people had brought on in their carry-on. No, they were VHS tapes. <laughs> did anyone bring? Uh, did anyone bring any VHS films with them? All right, what do you got? <laughs> Entrapment and other people's money. So I watched. Uh, I, I, wish watched they, I wish they did a thing where they let everybody on the film vote for the movie. It'd be really weird. <laughs> like you had a little button that was like fucking America's Funniest Videos, where you all had a little. <laughs> Remote with like a plays the fucking theme music, <laughs> and me and like ten friends are. So what's it gonna be? Is it gonna be Entrapment with Sean Connery? Other those, people's money with Danny DeVito. Looks like those twenty-five boys traveling to Los Angeles for E3 chose uh, the the Spanish version of Crocodile Dundee. Too. <laughs> Sorry, I'd watch that. And the, you hear oh, some guy man. in the front like, "What the fuck? I want a Crocodile uh, Dundee in LA." So like, that, oh, that was the weird thing is when I was when I was in Mexico, I was there like I was we were watching a lot of weird Mexican TV. And like we're in this this nice room that had a, a flat screen and everything, and it was but they don't have they didn't have HD TV there. Like it doesn't broadcast at HD yet. Mm-hmm. So I'd come back and it would just be like like weird stretched out standard definition versions of Edge of Tomorrow in Spanish. <laughs> and there was one night I came back, we were like we're just out just fucking getting drunk in water or whatever. We get back and I turn on the TV and fucking 
Mexican AMC, which doesn't make any sense when you think about it. He's showing Escape from New York. MMC. And it's like, it's in like wonderful HD and it looks great. I'm like, ah, it's fucking Snake Plissken. Yes. And I sit there just. Snake Plissken. Yeah. But no, it was in in English. It was was subtitled in Spanish. And I was like, I guess they never just. I don't. Fuck it. Whatever. I get to like watch this. And Jen's like, cool. I can get to. I get to sit through this again drunk with you. My favorite thing with my favorite man. How nice. It's always, like, it's always funny when you go to a different country and you watch a movie you love in a fucking language you barely understand because it's dubbed shittily over because that's how most people watch our movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's how so, most of the world sees so, have we, like Avengers. I think, or whatever that, I fuck. think, I think that's how I saw Star, the Avengers. People, most people are going to see Star Wars. I went like, and watched the Avengers. Hola. Uh, <laughs> I'm so El Kylo Ren. St- Star Wars comes out on the 18th. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing it on the 17th, I guess, because yep. it, that's when midnight premieres happen now at 7 o'clock. Um, yep. I'm, we're seeing it again on the 18th. On the 19th, I'm flying to Vietnam, and uh, I'm there for two weeks, and I'm going to try to see Star Wars in Vietnam. You should I really want to see that, because that sounds like a really weird yeah. time. Also, um, experience of Vietnamese theater. I don't know what kind of... What kind of Star Wars merchandise will be on sale in Vietnam? <laughs> Buy all of it. I'm sure. I want it. I want it weird. to be like the weird knock, really, really yeah. crazy knockoff. I want like a Use, Use in the blue stars. Oh hell yes! If it's anything like sports, it's probably just the characters that lose in the movie. <laughs> Darth Ball in Episode Two, and it was like, oh yeah, that, that didn't happen. But we got we made shirts. Yeah. Fuck. God, I love that. That's such a fucking great angle. Yeah, it's weird. Man. It's it's leftover Spider Mall action figures from the Clone Wars yep. series. Yep. <laughs> All right. Stupid. <laughs> Quick aside. One of our patron backers, we in our last Google chat, he talked to us about how he lost his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he took us up on wanting to promote something. So this guy has been a long time listener, and uh, his name is uh, Alex Oldhauser. Yep. And. They lost his house to that crazy fucking flooding from the most recent hurricane. So the story he told us was that he was in the house as it was getting flooded, but he has an eye patch. So he's well, and he, he's he's almost blind. Yeah, he's actually legally blind, although he can see out of his other eye. Uh, and he actually showed us underneath the eye patch. I was both like amazed that it looked really cool and a little disappointed that it wasn't like a gaping hole with like a pirate's knob in it or something like that. But. <laughs> No, I mean, I think yeah, you, just, you you always want something cool under an eye patch. He even said that yeah. in the chat. He was kind of like, "Sorry to disappoint." I'm like, "Yeah, sorry." Yeah, and it's like, and it's like he he was like stuck there, and he had to get rescued and with then, his cats, and then they had to come rescue his cats, and yeah. he had to get rescued in a boat. Anyways, he says uh, the goal that he's trying to get is twenty two thousand. He says FEMA gave uh, them twenty eight thousand, but ServPro, the cleanup crew, cost twenty two thousand. So wow. that's six k left. For rebuilding and getting that cleanup cost covered would make a big step towards getting our home back. He said, right now it's looking like thirty thousand dollar rebuild on top of replacing like that's not even counting appliances, furniture, of like course. small things. That's just physical house. Fuck. And he says, uh, so he says uh, this is the the URL. Okay, uh, maybe we can put it up on the website. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's it a uh, GoFundMe dot com slash Oldhauser Flood. And that's spelled exactly you think. O-L-D-H-O-U-S-E-R Flood. So cool. he's, he's a cool dude, and it would be really cool really to see awesome people yeah. of us help him out. He's Executive supported producer. us on Patreon left and right, so yeah. if you support us on Patreon and you have one dollar to spend a month or whatever, and you take it out of our thing and put it in his thing because yeah. Yeah, that's pay fine. it forward. Like Happy to do that. Or if pay it backwards, as Brian said, this is America. Fucking flood someone else's house. So you, you got the wrong. You got the wrong message from that story. Oh, yeah. What was the right message? That you should be able to stretch your fucking legs out. Yeah, I think, I think I'd like like what Brian said. I think we should all go and flood our neighbors' houses and then go over there in little boats and steal stuff out of their attics. <laughs> this is the American way. Unbelievable. You guys really. You would have been terrible at Aesop's Fables. Yep. At the end of those books, he tells a story about why he told a great story about how grapes are delicious because there's because crows can't get them because they're in the tree. He didn't do that. He sure did. Tell a different story about how a fox went jumped into a river and found a delicious steak. What about that one with that? There's like a vase and it's got water in it, and this fucking animal keeps putting rocks in it to make the water come to the top, and then he gets the water, but it's like dirty rock water. You know what? That reminds me of. Shitty story I used to love when I used to love when I'd go into Taco Bell and they had those dumb things that was like, "Fucking drop this coin in and land it on a platform oh for a taco." I used to go there with all my change and just be like, "Give me tacos, give yep. me tacos." Yep. Yeah, that was a shit. 
Did you get any? Yeah, fuck yeah, I got tacos, dude. I learned <laughs> once you think those idiots would let the water evaporate past a certain point, it fucked it up, and you could score every time once you knew. What Why was hasn't up. somebody made a, uh, just like a <laughs> shitty physics-based Unity game about that? Just trying to just land try to get it, just call it free <laughs> free taco, water tacos. Sometimes people put targets in urinals. <laughs> this is an excellent idea, Max. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go to that GoFundMe. Let's help out Alex. Yeah, GoFundMe.com slash Alex the world. Old, ha- Alex Hauser, old Hauser, old Hauser, blah, blah, blah. old Hauser slash old Hauser. You had one job. Blah, 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 blah. I had one job, but man, it's real hard when your mouth gets to sleep halfway through a sentence. I didn't get to eat pizza with you guys, so I'm like Do feeling pizza. I'm feeling pizza fatigue. What did you have for dinner? Uh, <laughs> I had a hot pocket. What the fuck is wrong? How old are you? You're 34, right? My work. So How old are you? I work at a game studio, and of course they have garbage food in the freezer. And I was like, oh, I don't have time to go get food. So I was like, what do we got? And I was like, a Hot Pocket. And I was like, I haven't had a pepperoni Hot Pocket since I was probably like 16. So I heated that shit up. And I will say they've improved upon the recipe in the last 16 years. That's not years. a recipe. Let's, let's not throw that word around. I think that you probably waited long enough to eat it and you didn't burn the skin off your mouth <laughs> that's yeah. not improving the recipe that's <laughs> just learning slight yeah. patience in 15 years or whatever hot pockets also taste better depending on the dark uh, the the darkness of the day you're having <laughs> yeah well today was a pretty dark day so there you go yeah. i ate a lot of hot pockets when i was living in LA. hot pockets totina's pizza rolls micro magic i used to have microwavable milkshakes micro magic micro- wait how does that that what what the fuck is what that is it just a frozen block that gets <laughs> i grew up in a house where my Luke- Dad was working and my mom was going back to school, so I didn't have anyone like in high school. No one was around like that, so we were very much responsible. So I ate a lot of kids' cuisine. I ate a lot of Micro Magic, which is a brand, a very cheap brand of like pre-made boxes of French fries, pre-made hamburgers, like entire hamburgers that you would microwave, um, and and yeah, milkshakes. You just heat them for like a minute, and then it would soften it up enough that you could have a milkshake. And sounds like disgusting. Yeah, that sounds really bad. Yeah, I think this is why I'll pretty much eat anything. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> maybe like, you should. Maybe you should amend yourself there. Yeah. Nah, I'm like prepared for the apocalypse. No, you're eating hot pockets. By what? Storing garbage inside you? <laughs> yeah, basically like everyone else is going to be like, oh man, we all we found was a fucking can of dog food. And I'm going to be like, score. <laughs> I'll eat that. Hey, so I was looking at a knife catalog. Uh, yesterday, cool. Yeah. Um, I keep getting these fucking these fucking catalogs from Smoky Mountain Knife Works. I ordered a tactical vest like four years ago from Amazon. Yeah, you're on the mailing list now. But the thing is, I never updated. Hey, we my, noticed you haven't killed fo- anyone yet. Followed my. They followed me to my new address. So they, I guess like, Amazon continues me. to sell your info. They followed me fucking to like I guess I don't give a shit though because it's a hilarious magazine about knives. <laughs> and they always dude, it's a fucking tactical weapons magazine. So like, of course I'm, they know how to imagine, stalk their prey. Imagine Sky Mall if the only thing they sold was different kinds of knives and knife related knife products and it always had Arlie Ermy on the cover they'd be like good news Gunny's back and Gunny brought a new tomahawk and <laughs> Arlie Ermy is like 90 years cool. old at this point yeah and they just have him with on the cover with like a he's all he just looks like a, a, a fucking mummy and he's got a fucking tomahawk <laughs> and you can tell he's getting even older because like the hat he's always wears is getting bigger on his head because <laughs> his body is desiccated <laughs> They had a page. I turned to it. It's a bunch of tactical walking sticks. Yeah, dude. What's up, maggots? What's here, maggots? I need a a that page. What the hell is a tactical walking? Well, it's something that you're going to be buying in like like three years. Like a sword cane? No, it's not. It's not a. It's it's like a. It's a weaponized cane. It's not a sword cane because those aren't legal. It has like a pointy tip, so you can like break a window. And it's like you know those 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 fucking pens they make where they're like they're like this is a fucking pen for signing checks you don't want to give over to the government, but there's one end you can bash out a car windshield. Exactly. I mean, yes. it's like it's like those. Yeah, it has like a security yeah. hammer type end on it. I want to like, make I want to make a fake one of those catalogs that sells products like that. So, the page of the tactical walking stick. Like, I wish I was making this up, and I actually kind of want to go in on this. These walking sticks are are really they're really expensive. They're real expensive. Yeah, they're four hundred bucks. They're yeah, they're they're fucking up there because they're made out of like high grade fucking carbide uranium, um, unobtainium, bohemian yep. steel or whatever. But the number one one they had on there was. Fucking Steven Seagal endorsed. <laughs> and so it's like there was a photo of him and he's like holding one of these fucking weird wizard canes. Like he was like he was in Highlander and the Highlanders used canes, but he wasn't and they don't. But it was a it had like lightning in the background. And he's got like a weird little goatee like like fucking Damien McLeod or whatever. Duncan McLeod. And then they, it says in the corner. 
buy one of these walking sticks and get a $20 value fucking DVD called Apocalypse Proof, which is all the different, very gruesome ways you can defend yourself after the apocalypse with a fucking walking stick. I thought it was going to be a phone call from Steven Seagal. I always lived in a house where we had like NRA hunting magazines and like Big John's surplus catalogs. This is like Lara Croft's climbing tool. Yeah. Yeah, Big John's like surplus catalogs and stuff like that. And one of my favorite things to do in these type of things was is another little insight into the madness that is my brain throughout my whole life was that when I was like 14 I used to love looking at these things in the bathroom and imagining if I had an outfit and army what would I get them? Those boots this fucking knife, this fucking thing. Well, now you design video games. There you go. Yeah, that was just, you know, I like to put together I have, kits. I have the fucking eyewitness kids books of special military gear in my backpack <laughs> right now, if you open it up. That's a great, it's a great book. They got all these weird but, things. Hold on, like, how... How fucking tragic do your physical heroes have to be that they're still Steven Seagal and Arlie Ermey? Well, Steven Seagal is a what? genuine, like, yeah. what Steven kind Seagal of people actually... do you think are reading this catalog from this company, though? I mean, it's the same no, people Steve, who get on Steven the plane Seagal's and go, oh, right, they're a fucking showing man. entrapment. It's the crazy, Okay, like, no, Steven Seagal was the, the most dangerous man in 1988. Have there been no physically he's, fit people he's a, born? He's a, well, he's a sheriff's deputy. He goes out and arrests people and here's, shit. Here's so was Elvis. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. So was Dog. The bounty hunter. He, that guy probably g- gasps for air, reaching for a fourth McNugget. A, this is a paper catalog. I'm sure they have a website, but this is a paper catalog up there with the fucking Bud K catalog that I read in fifth grade in the fucking in the, in the playground, looking at shurikens and shit. But like most people are buying this stuff now, are going to be ordering it from like I don't know the online versions of that shit. You know, they're not going to like. There probably is a website that has the official like. I'm not letting Obama get my credit card on the internet. The, yeah, well, I trust it when I put it in a, on, on paper and put it in the U.S. mail. I and have people with, with like the, the Liam Neeson branded Taken knives or whatever. Like, yeah, that's the, that's something cool. like that. Taken fucking uh, punching gloves or whatever the fuck it is. Also cool. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, that's because you, you're you're approaching that age when you are going to fucking hunker down in your weird under your weird quilt. And fucking in my dad's home. Gear. Why are you I, looking we, at me well, when wait, he's Ryan, Ryan's approaching the age when he's nestling into his ways. I think he did that. We need to have my dad on the 21. show because within arm's reach of my dad, where he sleeps, is a bayonet, a baseball bat, an extended baton, and two pistols. Does he does he put the fucking bat on the end of the pistol and then put the extending <laughs> baton on that and the bayonet on that? So if a guy walks in the room, he holds one pistol up and the guy's like, <laughs> dead nice try. I'm wearing a bulletproof vest," and he's like, "Think again," and then he pulls up the other pistol and they all extend. <laughs> Stand out like a fucking, just like a giant, giant poking mechanism, and just stab the guy in the face. I think but I, I really, good. I, I really want to make one of these catalog, like a fake one of these catalogs, and mail it out to people. But it's all like really subtly gay. I mean, have you seen one of these catalogs? You're going to give them the no. power from behind. No, I mean like the kind of stuff that says like, all right, here's a, two, you know, this is a comfortable two man bunker that it will really keep you, uh, keep you and your best friend safe during. Uh, a terrorist war and whatever like, happens happens and it's just like these it's this weird slam two seat <laughs> thing and you get these guys being like well all right i mean that seems a little impractical but i'm down to do that and it's like well this is a this is a heat bag that you can f- fill with your friend's piss and if you guys just take turns peeing on each other uh you can you'll attract turkeys you, <laughs> you don't need an, an individual no, bathroom you, separated really, by walls what you, you really need to touch get. yourself you get a bunch, a bunch of, of people buying a bunch of really gay like men do what you really got to do is now you hold on get wait a minute uh one of those genuine bona fide uh, uh, silicone uh, uh, rectal pro protectors. You, you jam one of those in there right there like a cork, uh, and then you, you do your, your uh, rear kegels, and it keeps those any any communists or uh, uh, liberal sympathizers who try to get into your special hole and <laughs> burrow out any prostate information, they're going to have a hard time getting Now, in. Now, I heard from a close friend of mine that the, the last place Obama is going to check for bullets is uh, right inside of your asshole. So we're going to get a big, thick black tube and just fill it up with guns and uranium and just keep it locked right up in there real deep all day long. <laughs> this custom house comes with a red light that'll help your friend look a little bit more like a woman. This Nobody's w- going to judge you guys. You were there for a long time alone. This anal this anal bullet holder actually comes with a short ponytail with a pink ribbon on it to detract foes from thinking that you're actually a horse. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, the real the real beauty of this uh, this perfectly uh, rotating <laughs> circular bed with the with the zebra print on it is uh it, it'll you blend right into it and no one can sneak up on you because you're constantly spinning into the night. This this large adult leather bicycle filled with dicks in its spokes <laughs> will, will fend off numerous wolves in the jungle terrain. <laughs> Keep and your just, best friend from revealing any secrets with this rubber ball gag. I just like the best like defense the, is a good offense. <laughs> here's a bunch of dicks tied to sticks so you can show them what a real man you are. Bears will never find you in this full leather gimp suit complete with <laughs> zipper mouths and pockets. All right, everyone. If you're wondering how to survive in the apocalypse, we just gave you some pro tips. Yeah, bring so, out the gimp. Get close. Um... Remember to uh, you know check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash comedy button. Dollar a month will get you two extra episodes. We're actually going to record one of them right now. Also, remember to go and check out uh, teespring.com slash weekend werewolf. Nope. Teespring.com slash stores slash the comedy button. And you'll see a whole bunch of t-shirts oh, we yeah. have there. Okay. I, I guess I didn't realize it was all there. Yeah. T- so or go check out those. probably be we got, a banner right on our page. That'll we got all page. kinds of really cool graphics that, uh, courtesy of Max and Brian, uh, a lot of cool drawings if you like Max's art style, which if you don't, then fuck off and you, just quit listening. No, yeah, no, no, don't, no, don't take that. If you don't like your art style, fuck off. No, I was going to say, if you've, if you've got any suggestions for stuff you'd like to see on a t-shirt. Fuck off. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a silly goof, goof around uh, fuckaroo of a nice design we could throw up on Teespring real quick then uh, send that to shut podcast. up no shut up and buy the shirts that we put up there because you love them they're awesome uh, you can also go to uh, facebook.com slash group slash the comedy yeah, button the dad dad that had the photo and we our group's there it's active and it's pretty cool mm-hmm. so uh, that's where you can meet people like Alex Oldhauser mm-hmm. and uh, and then if you go to comedybutton.com you can go check out all of our merch and also uh, the commentaries that we're doing, including a new one for uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Also, uh, the $75 Patreon tier where we do Animal News Network. Yeah. Where we it's a weird thing. wacky stories of you in a world inhabited by weird animals. We basically whatever. just, we pretty much just, uh, it, it, is it, wait, it's, it's, it's libel if it's in print and it's slander if it's in it vocalized yeah, right yeah, okay yeah. so we slander you basically yeah, yeah but you, in a and nice you pay way. for this privilege yeah, yeah. and um come on down to the meat pack in district we're, we're kicking the shins <laughs> call you call well, you this, pretty this month is the last month that we are going to do that here so if you want in on it now if you want in on it you got to get on it this month for right. the end of, of november yeah we had a really we're retiring that tier. we had a really fun run doing that show we did some mm-hmm. really insane things it was sort of like a uh, a new show that had a different format almost every single time, which yeah. is just super, super it's like the Dana fun. Carvey show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think we did like what ten episodes or something like that. Something like that. Something. I think um, the tenth one is the next one. Is. So we're doing one more. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get in there on the series finale of Animal News Network, now's your chance. Seventy five bucks, you get all the tiers underneath it, mm-hmm. um, and it'll be really fun. We're g- we're going to go out extra hard, so it'll be a good time. And then we're going to retire that tier, not because we're bored of it, just because it's you know that's that's what you do with things after a long time. And then we'll find new stuff to play with down the line. So, yeah. But th- thank right. you to everybody who's ever contributed to that, and we hope who's ever died, who's Honestly, ever died our, uh, over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> our, uh, our our Patreon video stuff, uh, Teenzo and Nightmare Fuel and Animal News and all that was very experiment- experimental. We've been doing that for about a year, and yeah. I yep. think that we're going to the holidays, and it's going to be kind of hectic. But we want to do some weird new shit in the new year. So yeah, we have some you good know. ideas. Yeah, go check those things out, and remember to donate so we can eat pizza and be gassy for you and continue to speak for you and be nice yep. yeah so go check that out and uh last but not least again it's gofundme dot old hauser flood so go help him gofundme.com that's a that's a new uh top level domain old hauser flood dot old hauser did flood? i fuck that up that that bad dot com slash anthony oh, underscore shut the fuck up we're on twitter i'm at chef money brian's at agent vigil scott's at scott underscore bromley ryan's at ride dog and max is at max Scoville. that's right if you go to ign.com on thursdays at noon you can watch up at noon that brian and max do live yeah so that's pretty that. cool it's a, it's a fun you can show. listen to podcasts beyond playstation podcasts that even sony people like kaz harai listen to and they the max and brian are on that and they talk about sony shit it's pretty cool i don't know if a kaz harai i know shuhei yashida listens to it, but kaz harai that's kind of a deep cut no nah, he he listens to ridge racer <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then uh and then you know you can go check out uh, geekbox.net where you can listen to geekbox the podcast that ryan does where he even talks that's geekbox.oldhauserflood mm-hmm. and then you can go to uh 
IGN.com. You can find Rebel FM on iTunes where I talk about video games with Arthur Goose. Yep. And, uh, yeah, go check out all those things. Watch a Star Wars movie and play some Marvel Heroes. We out. Oh, Max, are you ready to go to Thank You Town? I'm feeling real grateful if you want to tear me wide open and let me pour out my fucking guts of gratitude. Well, it's time for Guts of Gratitude. We're playing Guts of Gratitude whether you fucking like it or not. Let's go to Mo with the leaderboard. Mo, Guts! I want to thank Mark Popish, Craig Fury, Cody Schmitz, Benny Kane, Joshua Thompson, Matt Wantroba, Andy Lund, Brett O'Hara, Eric Yerman, Sherman Richard, Sherman Rivers. Sherman Sherman. Matt Wolsey, Parker Smith, Nick Carper, Parker Posey, Phil McCracken, Tom Allen, your letter off from a real grunt right there, Stephen Shearer, Josh Collins, Richard Lucas, Matt Squires, Robin, Chris Smith, Ismail Gustavo Perez, Yelson Garcia, Anthony Parada, Simon Reed, Jennifer Hurd. Oh, what'd she hear? She heard that wet beat is what she heard. Yeah. Jonathan right Young. inside her pussy hole. Oh, would you mind your fucking manners? Patrick Martin. Brent. Sebastian Aslan. The Crab. Oh. William Martin, Angela Miranda, Nicholas Swim, Jake Bogdanoff, Wayne Norton, Zach Graham, Stephen Jurasso. <laughs> Jurasso is huge. <laughs> Fuck you. Todd Rowley, Mandy Zarad. Oh, I know that girl. Hey, Mandy. She has a hot mom. Kevin Judge, Dante Enriquez. Tell it to the judge. Bradley Boy, Zach Miller, Jake Olin, Noah Williams, Aubrey King, Matthew Wilbur, Jamie Garcia, Rex Carpenter, Clyde Anini, Brooke Fallow, <laughs> Keith Brogdon, Tom, Jared Blackwood, Knight St. Clair. That's a badass wow. name. Sean Barnes, Alex Forte, Johan. Sebastian son of, son of Yoku. Uh, Carlos, Robert Wiley, Raymond Rivera, Ooh, hello. Ethan Espidal, Ethan Gabriel Hawk. Ehrenberg, Michael Christensen, Francisco, Bob Fraser, Dan Barnett, Jake Burden, Tumanako Faawi, Kevin Canez, Raynell, and Scott? Did you give money to our own Patreon? Hey, you know, someone's got to pay the bills. Or is, there, is that a common name for, for just people? Uh, to find out, tune in next time. Uh, not sure. Take it away, Full House theme song. The Comedy Button is executive produced by Tynesha Hall, Adam Bond, Alex Oldhauser, Andrew Rogers, Dale Mukahi, David Hay, Don Grove, Gorkum Gudick, Jamie Gordon, John Skinner, Curtis Fruska, Kyle Leyland, Laura K. Buzz, Mandy Zrath, Matt Shotroff, and Paula!